you know, I'm bopping to this intro these days. Like, there's so much nerddom going on that, you know, I love friggin' recording shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Geek and Geek Podcast. That's right. Your favorite nerdy podcast is here tonight. We've got a special guest, Mr. CJ Prop Studio, Mr. Joshua. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good, Joshua. Thank you very much for joining us. Mr. Jeff, my compadre, my co-host, how are you doing today? Oh, I am happier that yeah. Now, see, we're trying a new format here, thing, guys. Yeah, and, and yeah. If you're watching, you're, if you're listening, you're not gonna. But if you're watching, it's yeah. We're all gonna be yeah. I'm doing good, man. There's so much cool geek stuff going on right now. It's awesome, and I'm getting to meet Josh for the first time, so that's cool. And yeah, it's gonna be a, well, yeah. gonna be a it's gonna be a great podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, for those that don't know, Joshua is a film smith maker, cosplayer, prop maker whatever you want to call it joshua does it all uh so we're going to talk about a lot we're going to talk a lot about his stuff tonight uh, for those that are listening to us unfortunately you're going to miss out on the show and tell portion where we're going to be looking at the pictures so you know maybe a little bit of an incentive to go check us out on youtube because that's right this podcast is live on youtube every week at 7 p.m eastern time if you are watching us live on youtube thank you so much for being here i know our faithfuls are already in the chat What's going on, everybody? Noah's there. Steve's there. Producer Jen is there. Uh, guys, thank you very much. If you're watching us after the fact, leave a like. Click that subscribe button. It lets us know that you like to watch these things, and it really, really helps grow the channel. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about some nerdy stuff tonight. I mean, we've got a new show. Can we, Jeff, should we take a couple seconds and talk about our new show? I think we should. Just a real quick little, like... Hey, well, this wanna, is the thing we're doing. So, yeah, agreed. Go. Do you want to introduce what we're doing? We are huge fans of geek and nerd shows. And we end up talking about it on the podcast, which kind of takes away time from having really cool guests like Joshua and stuff. So, we've started a show called The After Show. Initially, it was just going to be called After Trek because we were only going to be doing Trek. But then we were like, wait a minute, there's so much cool shit on. Let's just call it the after show. By the way, none of this is my idea. All of this is at the behest of JS. He is the genius. He is the heart and soul of the Geeks and Co. And so, yeah, every week, now twice a week, the day after it airs, we are essentially talking about that week's Star Trek Picard and The Mandalorian. So tune in. Go to the Geeks and Co. YouTube channel. Yes, shorter format. At most, I think we're on there for between 15 and 20 minutes, so way shorter than the podcast. You can listen to us at work, get our feelings on that week's episodes. Just understand, obviously, we're going to be given spoilers. So we do wait a day. We record it the day it comes out. Uh, our friend Megan, uh, a part of the Geeks & Co., she posts it the next day. The After Show on the Geeks & Co. channel. Go check that out. You can hear us ramble about our two favorite shows, I assume, on TV right now, The Mandalorian and Star Trek Picard. So... Megan's in a bang up editing oh, job, by the way. Man, let me tell you. Yeah, bang up editing job, and it, it's it's been nice to be able to focus. I'm not gonna lie on making the content and coming up with thumbnails and doing that type of stuff. Well, while she's able to edit it all and make it all work, like that's that's. Listen, I can't tell you, Megan, how much of a help you are to everything that we do right now. So, yeah. Come and check out Megan at Toronto Comic Con. Uh, come and say hi. Uh, where do we even start, Joshua? Do we? I I, I kind of want to. I want to get to talking about how you first of all got even into making stuff. Like, does it start as 
I want to make a prop. Did it start as I'm a fan of Halloween? Like, what's your story behind how you started making stuff? So basically throughout my whole entire childhood, I've been, well, for my whole entire life, I've been a builder. Like um, when I was a kid, I, instead of Legos, you know, like those old toys called Kinets, they're a little bit more advanced versions, the smaller mm -hmm. pieces, more intricate. Mm -hmm. um, I worked with those like different advanced sets and my parents bought me pretty much almost every advanced set out there and I would build it in one day uh, within the same day and they couldn't find anything like even more like harder to do so then later on um, when I got towards my teenage years I um, I think it was in 2009 I watched Iron Man for the first time and when I saw the Mark III that the fully painted and when I saw that I'm like I want it <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I don't care if it's CGI or whatever. I want it. So I actually went on Google and I typed in, I'm like, how can I get an Iron Man suit? And I found an article online, which is probably buried in the internet by now. But it's an article of a guy who made his own replica version of the Mark III. Like this is early on too, right? This is like 2008. Yes. Uh, yeah, 2008, 2009. And when, I, and when I saw the article and I read it and I'm like, you know what? If that guy can do it, I can do it too. And so that's when I started to learn. I just did a lot of research, book work, practically. The first three years of getting into the community of cosplay, I just was just reading and just finding all the materials I could find um, throughout the computer. And and then um, then 2013 hit, and that's when I started to do more hands-on stuff. So I started small by doing helmets first so I can learn the techniques and different materials so I don't waste a lot of money either. And also at the end of it, I have something to wear, you know, and um, and then later on, I was think your first piece of helmet, your first intricate piece. Was that? Oh, yeah. My first my my first my very first helmet I ever piece was a helmet in, in 2013. It was a paper mache silver daft punk helmet. It was, it was the crappiest thing in the world but you know what back then i was happy and proud of it and like i didn't know how to tint visors or make a visor so i took a um a a, a cheese puff plastic bucket mm -hmm. and, I, and i cut the middle section out that was the smoothest part and i didn't know how to tint plastic so i watered down black acrylic paint and tried to lightly dabble on it to try to make it tinted but yet try to make it see-through I was walking around near Comic Con in 2013, practically blindfolded. <laughs> I feel like almost everybody that's ever made a helmet has gone through that process of wanting to tint a visor with paint and being like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> I can't yeah, see yeah, anything." Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you were too. Uh, didn't JS you were talking about with your Iron Man helmet where you put the the light up, the light up eyes essentially, and as soon as you turn them on, you can't see shit. Yeah, you can't see anything the minute they turn yeah, yeah. on. Yeah, this is all cosplay life suffering that we've all had to. I know yeah. whenever I do a zombie, I put in whiteout contacts, and again, say, everything is just like a haze of nothing, and you just can't see. And that's you need a handler at that point. I'm assuming Josh, with all your bills and stuff, you've got someone that's accompanying you most of the time to kind of make sure that you're. You're not oh. pumping into people or running people <laughs> over or just oh, well, falling all over or whatever. Oh yeah, like when it comes to bumping into people, that's 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 gonna happen no matter what at a con because a con is elbow to elbow. You're gonna bump into anyone anyway. But getting into a con, getting into the costume cosplay and um and and just being helped to get 
to uh, navigate through the con and, and whatnot and make sure I'm okay. Um, yeah, I have, I have a few friends that uh, help me out and they, they're awesome. And especially like if I go to cons by myself, um, especially because uh, when I went to this past weekend or two, I went to KatsuCon in Maryland and I only went by myself, but I met up with a couple of friends that helped me down there to get in the suit, walked around and I'm like, well, if I, if you're still, if you're still not in the room, uh, give me a room key and then I'll just get into the room. And they're like, how are you going to get in with that armor on? I'm like, if I can get one piece off, I can get the rest of it off. And also I'll just put it in my shoe. I don't have any other pocket. Josh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you're, you're from the U.S. Yes. Um, so you go to the, I mean, I'm assuming you've been to the big cons, right? I mean, you were talking about Katsukon. Uh, yeah. You've been to the other big, big ones like uh, SDCC, Dragon Con. No, uh, no, I never been to San Diego uh, Comic Con yet. Um, maybe one year, like, uh, like I think around last year, around the summertime, maybe. Well, not the summertime, probably around fall. They had tickets already already um, released for this year, and mm. it sold out within five minutes. Yeah, they and, sell out real quick. They're apparently yeah. really hard to get. Oh, they're very hard to get. And um, so, yeah, one maybe one day. I'm not holding my breath for it, but maybe one day. Um, Dragon Con is also on the list, too. I would love to attend that one. Um, one of my friends actually did last year, and he's going back this year. So, mm -hmm. I mean, and so it was very enjoyable. Um, I've been to New York Comic Con. New York Comic Con is my main one since I live in Jersey. So mm -hmm. going from my house to Manhattan was probably like, maybe an hour, a little bit over, depending on traffic. So it's not mm -hmm. that bad. And um, and then I went to Katsukon too. But I also do smaller cons here and there. Now, there's got to be some challenges as far as those really, really big armor builds as far as travel goes. Like, how well could, like, getting to a San Diego or something, like, if you got to get on a plane, like, what, what are you going to do? And you've got these giant, huge... We're going to be showing some pictures of your... Yeah, dude... That doesn't fit in your kitchen. Like you can't. Like how does that? How does that travel? Like how do you get that from where you are to where you're going? Well, that one was from 2019. That was actually an up the upgraded version of the original one, and that one I actually upgraded practically the whole entire thing within a week and a half before the convention that I went to to compete. And that one, at the time, I filled up two 55-gallon st um, uh, storage bins, and I chucked it in my truck, and um, and then I just went to Philadelphia for that one. Man, alive. Yeah, okay, yeah. you've got a truck, like a pickup truck? Uh, yeah, I have a, a Ford Expedition. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's big. It's big for for all these um um, transports like back at cat like um, back at Katsukon that I mentioned or before. I I brought my my blue my merciless build and my atrocitus build, and that took up the whole entire space of my truck. Like you both do, of them. You, you do atrocitus? Yeah. Oh my god! Are you serious right now? <laughs> Can you please show me his atro? I'm a massive Green Lantern nerd. Like Green Lantern's my all-time favorite superhero. So I didn't know you did Atrocitus. That's amazing. His Atrocitus is bonkers. <laughs> That's wild. It's bonkers. That's it's awesome. uh, okay. So I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't wanting to get into all the pictures right away. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. That never mind. That's never mind. okay. Fine. Bring it fine. up. Bring it up fine. so that people fine. can fine. see it because it's wild. Holy yeah, shit. it's dope. 
That's insanity. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh yeah, no. I was just gonna say, like, yeah, that was um, literally last year, a few months ago, practically at New York Comic Con, and I competed that Saturday as Atrocitus. And also that picture you see, that was my first cause test wearing that. I never did I, a cause test before that. How did it hold up? It held up pretty well. Like yeah. all the electronics worked, all it fit pretty well. Because the theory is, is that once you make the bases and you make sure it's all situated and um, and it fits correct, once you add all the detail on on top of it, it should work. It should be just fine. So I was just basing it off of that because that build that took me a month and a half to build. What? What? <laughs> A lot of people were like, what the hell? Like, seriously? I'm like, yeah. I started the build back in late, uh, mid-August, and then I finished it, like, the morning of, the early morning of that day. So, I like, quit. six weeks. I quit cosplay. Guys, it's been fun, everybody. I've enjoyed my time <laughs> in cosplay, but I'm all done. It would take me longer to buy that and have it shipped to my house. What do you mean you built that in a month and a half? That's yeah, crazy. I, yeah, like, once I got the email say stating that I got into the competition the championships um at new york comic-con um if it lit a fire under my ass clearly so, yeah hold, so, on, jo- hold on do you have a job like you have a day job um i used to work um well currently no i, I try i'm doing this full-time currently gotcha. but I, I used to work as a management at a grocery store gotcha okay Okay, because I'm like, how in the balls did you dedicate enough time to do that in such a short period of time? There's just no way. Like, look at that. Oh, you've even got the lan- – is the lantern 3D printed? Yeah. Actually, yeah. it's right here. Dude, man, I can only get so erect. Like, don't don't be hitting me with Green Lantern stuff, man. I am a super freak when it comes to Green Lantern, especially all of the – everything Jeff Johns for that entire run was just so amazingly, insanely good. So, yeah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, that one um, actually, um, Rain River um, Images. That's my that's a good friend of mine. He's actually my neighbor, and uh, we he set up a, he set up his um, station over there at, at the Javits Center, and he he takes wonderful pictures. He takes most of my pictures, <laughs> and um, freak. He's just saying, is that going to be a shirt, Jeff? Oh, it, might, it might be, man. It's, it's a lot. Anything <laughs> to replace the Justice for Biff shirt? That's fine. <laughs> Noah's saying, I feel like once you figure out a system to keep everything together, you can use that system repeatedly with confidence. It will work. I mean, I mean, Joshua, I'll let you answer that. But from my side, I mean, it really depends, right? Every build is so different. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like every build, it's just because every build has a different shape. So like some like some builds have a different shape for bases and whatnot. So you kind of you, you can use still use the same system within each build, but not every build is gonna be shaped the same. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm laughing at Jamie. <laughs> yes, Jamie is making inappropriate comments. That's in the right. Chat, so. yeah, we're, well, well, I, not inappropriate. Jeff made the inappropriate it's, comment. It's always and, my uh, fault. I Jamie is already for, trying to make a T-shirt out of the it. The family's uh, watching. I apologize. That was inappropriate. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. You don't get to see a lot of like a lot of Green Lantern stuff in the first place. But to, but at that at that that craftsmanship level, that's absolutely bonkers. Thank you. Yeah, yeah no, like that. That one is um, based from the Injustice Two video game, right? Like, I, like I, because I actually pre-ordered that game back then, like in 2016. Then I played yeah. the story mode, everything, and when I saw Atrocitus, I'm like, 
wow, I'm like, he, we kind of share the, almost the same physique in a sense. Um, because when I do my cosplays, I kind of base my cosplays based off of my physique. Um, so if, if I have a similar physique towards a character and I know I'm able to build him, then I can portray the character more. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but with Atrocitus in general, I'm, I'm very proud of it. It's like one of my most advanced ones I've done so far. Uh, it topped Merciless because uh, every time I do a cosplay, I try to go above each one. And that one yeah. really took the cake. And like that one, I learned new techniques. Like I, there's, there's three different types of textures on that suit. There's lights um, mainly in the front and on the thighs and also in the hip area. There's five smoke machines. I was just going to say you had smoke coming out of the, coming yeah, out of the emblem there. That's yeah, awesome. So don't cons usually frown upon that? Oh, I got a story and a half about what happened at KatsuCon with that. <laughs> um, Javits Is that Center, a Sylvanas that's with you? That's wild. Uh, yeah, that's my friend, Cosplay Katie on Instagram. She's pretty, yeah, she's yeah. very cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that's a great but, Sylvanas. Well done. Yeah, I actually, we were actually talking as because we were building our cosplays at the same exact time. So yeah. I was, I was checking up on her. She was checking up on me. So we kept um, tabs on each other. Your, your mom's giving you some mad love in the chat there. I love you too, Ma. Yeah. <laughs> she's very proud of you, Josh. Oh, she's absolutely. here and she she's here and that's okay because she's cool. That's that's what that's what Josh's mom is saying. So Marsha, we're gonna take your word for it. Jamie <laughs> says here, how do you even do better? Talent isn't strong enough for it. It's funny, Jamie, you would say that. I you know, every time I see Josh post something new, it's always like, Holy shit, like what kiss got fucked, man? Like how like how is he gonna top this? Like, and then he this, comes out with something else. It's just crazier every time. Yeah, like this one, actually, I have a pic because on my because on my wall right here above my computer, I I call it the cosplay wall. <laughs> and so I take, I print out pictures of cosplays that I, I want to do, and then mm -hmm. I'll paste them on the wall. So and I put it in in order of which ones I want to do next. So this one that I had that I'm doing right now that I already started, but. I had to pause because of commissions and stuff, but I'm starting back up soon. But it is uh, Savitar. Oh, from, yeah. From season three of The Flash. Well, you already have a Savitar, don't you? Uh, no, this was no, um, the, the pictures that you've seen, though, that's my current build. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. So actually, you're advanced then. I mean, you're pretty much done. Um, I have the the base, most of the base armor done. It's actually in the corner, right behind that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that there was, it is that, right that, there. That picture is actually from the studio lot. Oh, so, I see. Yeah, yeah. So that's so a that reference was, picture that you're using for your suit. Yeah. So, good thing about my reference pictures is that I actually found the company that actually built the suit, mm -hmm. and they actually had a portfolio of the shows and movies that they worked on, and then they had the portfolio for the Flash. And it had mo a good majority, a good, it had like a good amount of the behind the scenes um, pictures. So I was able to see more details, how it looks, what they did, and also how what the paint actually looked up front because the paint in person. But it looks like, lot, yeah. Yeah, because in the, t in the show, it doled, the, the camera doles it out. But when you actually see the actual piece, there's a lot more detail to it because, like, in the actual piece, there's like, like specs micro specs of green to simulate like oh he's running and grab like pieces of grass hit the armor and then left them the green speckles on it and 
same thing with mm. browns blacks and such and i actually have the helmet right here right here so if you guys want to see it yes <laughs> absolutely <laughs> that's why we're here bro that's why we want to take it let's go so this is the helmet for Savitar. Wow. Okay, so hang on a second. So that's 3D printed. That's not foam. Uh no, yes, this is 3D printed. Um, did you model that? Uh no. So I got the file from the the site called Do3D. And the idea, yeah. Yeah, DO3D. And um I saw I, I bought it a long time ago and but i just didn't really like how they did it like the front like the, it looked great the front portion but i didn't like how they they connect they try to connect in the back mm -hmm. they try to make it like a clamshell like for a power ranger helmet but it didn't align at mm -hmm. all so i took the two models and i put it through mesh mixer and i just yeah. edited edit the crap out of it to until i got up to this and this is more screen accurate to the show and because in the show in the production company actually made it they actually also 3d printed the helmet in one piece so this is all printed in one piece oh yeah okay okay oh, man that's <laughs> so josh clearly so wow so help me out as far as like your your uh your your substrates and such go so you you're obviously working with foam you're clearly doing some 3d printing you're obviously working with is it just straight up LED lighting or do you get into like Arduino and like electronics of that le level as well? Like what format uh, do you typically kind of dabble in as far as that goes? Uh, well, for for LED wise, um, right now they're just straight up RGB plug-in lights yep. um, because my builds have been kind of somewhat rushed in the sense. So I don't have time to really learn how to do the the, the NeoPixels and stuff like that. But I want to do that. Don't, don't yeah, get me yeah. wrong. Sure. I would love to, to learn um but they'll come eventually but yeah. right now like i like the lights that i have and i use they're great for for the the, the cosplay especially for atrocitus those leds you see you see in the suit that one i uh i'm guessing that's mom <laughs> there's mom there she is <laughs> mom making a quick guest appearance there's mom. hi i'm the cool mom you're the cool mom <laughs> <laughs> adorable um so uh what, what was i saying oh yeah leds um yeah with the leds um there are five foot strips i found on amazon that have about 500 led bulbs so it's all it all looks cohesive and there's no spaces in between right and um and it, it kind of resembles like neon light almost but um, mm. it, 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 like they're really bright too, because especially in um, Atrocitus, and the that day on Saturday we were actually going to the elevator to go down for prejudging, and the area where it was there was no lights. The jazz center forgot to turn on the lights, and that oh, part. so you probably lit up the friggin' place. Oh my god, it looked like a red room, <laughs> um, <laughs> and and um, and so my friends were just taking videos and pictures, and it was sick. It, like you saw the smoke actually light up red yeah, with everything yeah, and yeah so or... what's the story with the smoke at katsukon sorry we veered right off about that <laughs> and we, still, oh, okay. we still haven't heard yeah yeah yeah. so the the smoke at katsu what happened was it was saturday around three o'clock i got into the suit i walked down to the gazebo area which is about the third floor um above above the lobby area i get i get into the gazebo area i walk through it 
And then on the other side, there's the elevator section, which that the ceiling is a little bit more closer towards the floor. And I and people were stopping me for pictures and videos, obviously. And um, and so what happened was, is that because my smoke machines were going off, but actually I have a momentary switch in my hand, in my glove. And I trigger it. I I trigger it uh, manually, so right. it's, well, I don't I don't have a wire going down my arm. It's all wireless. But something happened to my circuit, and it it just couldn't stop producing smoke. It just oh, kept no. going and going and going. And so that area that I, that I was in, I hotboxed that area by accident. <laughs> and then I get, and then all of a sudden, now you now, now you peak JS. You had JS's curiosity, but now you have his attention. Yeah. And so what drop a little butt in there. <laughs> turn it into a party. Must say, people are asking me for a toke for my for my shoulder. I'm like, yeah, go for it, go for it. Uh, um. <laughs> Yeah, and so what happened next was um, I got a tap on my left shoulder, and that was hotel security. Yeah. Hotel security I'll, I'll and management. Yeah. And he had two security guards with him, and they were like, um, sir, you have to turn off your smoke machines that <laughs> you just like, triggered. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, you just triggered the, 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 the smoke detectors. And I'm just uh... like, I'm trying to. I'm not being a dick. I'm not trying to do it on purpose. It's literally an accident, and I can't stop it. I was like, I told him, like, hey, let's go outside. No, but not to fight. That sounds like I'm about to fight. But no, let's go, let's go let's outside. Go Let outside. me take the thing off. And Yeah, I'm like, let's go outside. If you don't mind helping me get in I'm a parts off so I can access electronics, then I can unplug everything. And so we went outside. They went to a private area outside, which was nice around the courtyard area. And so I told him, I'm like, okay, take the forearms off. I took the bicep off. I'm like, okay, help me with the, the chest. So they helped me with that. And I unplugged all the smoke machines. And the, the one, the hotel manager was like, hey, you can keep the lights on, by the way. I'm like, I'm planning on it. Yeah, I wasn't planning on <laughs> turning say, the lights off, bud. Yeah. I'm saying, like, I'm planning on it. That's why that's why I got dressed this late. So when the sun goes down, I'm more prominent. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they were but they were cool about it. I was like, well, can you help me put it back on? They're like, Yeah, sure. So they helped me. I I I guided them on what to do and they did a good job and they were very hos hospitable. So nice. you know, that was that was a good experience at least. Cause that actually yeah. never happened to me before. Yeah, you're lucky you didn't get kicked out because I hear I've heard stories of people getting picked out for having smoke machines and stuff at cons. Yeah, and then a funny thing, I got I I met a cop um, that was working to get the, that weekend, and ironically, he was also from Jersey, <laughs> and so we were just chit chatting, talking, and then that night after I got out of the suit, I just went in my my casual clothes. He was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we got, we got a text about you in our group chat." I'm like, "What?" And so he showed me it. It was a picture, and then what that whoever um, sent it was like, "This guy's smoking, like literally smoking." Yeah. <laughs> and then, the, and then the, the next one, jokes. yeah. And then the next one was like, "Well, tell him to uh, turn it off, uh, take it off, or get out." So good yeah. thing hotel management got to me first. Yeah, no, I kidding. should say so. Smoke but, machines, you incorporate uh, lights, 3D printing. Was foam kind of like the, the gateway for you, Josh? Did you start out with foam and do a lot of work and then start to incorporate other things on top of that? 
Um, oh, for a suit in general? Which is, yeah, it's just your cosplay stuff in oh, general, yeah. or did you dive feet first into everything at once, or was it more of like a progression for you? It was more of a progression. So I started with, with, with my builds in general. I started with everything with foam. Yeah, that then, seems to be the gateway drug, right? As far as yeah. upgrading to other stuff goes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then when I got my first 3D printer, I was like, okay, I can actually start 3D printing my helmets. And so that actually eliminates a part that I don't have to worry about building out of foam. Right. And and then and then later on, I upgraded my printer. I got a new one, which I have the CR10 Max now. Um, they actually don't even make them anymore. They replaced them with uh, a different model, whatever. But um, that th it's actually right here. That actually printed the whole entire this whole entire helmet at once. It's yeah, a, the CR10 Max is the bigger one, isn't it? Yeah, actually, I'll pan my camera. It's like right there. Yeah, nice. it looks a little bit like mine, but it's even bigger. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, they don't make them anymore. But it's a good, it's a good, reliable printer. Um, this print for Savitar took nine days consecutively. Wow! Wow! So you don't want to print like that to fail. I can tell you that. Oh when no! You're on was, day eight and a half, and it crashes, and you're like, oh. yeah. I was checking up on it, making sure I always had filament, and it went well. Um, I was happy. Like this was the second attempt, actually. The first attempt I have right here. And it is a lot smaller. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I couldn't even it over my head. So yeah, yeah, yeah. this yeah. was the second attempt. Um, but yeah, so I started with foam first, and then I got into 3D printing. And then from 3D printing, I got more into electronics. Because um, also I also have fans in my helmets as well for ventilation. And also I when you I remember when you mentioned about the um the the LED eyes uh, you were talking mm -hmm. about for helmets. I I actually use those for my merciless build. Um, I have yeah. the red ones, and um, I have two blower fins towards the back that push air forward, so it actually defogs the lenses. Uh, nice. That's a good idea. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, because can you see through the red ones when they're lit up? Because through the regular white ones, you can't see shit. Oh, well, I, I I built something for a friend, and I use the regular white ones, and yeah, they are too bright. Um, but the red ones are a lot better. Um, yeah. You, you, you can see from better in a well-lit room, but obviously when it gets darker, it gets really harder to look to. Well, that's out. the thing, right? With the white ones, I mean, if it's – when you're outside, it's fine. You can't even tell that they're lit. But the minute you go inside the house, you can't see anything at all, right? So, oh, yeah, of course. And um, and also at New York Comic Con, um, there was a guy who also um, – because also my team and I, we run the cosplay repair booth at New York Comic Con. Oh, nice. And, yeah, so we're so we help cosplayers throughout the whole entire weekend. It's a four day con, um, and it's awesome to do and meet. It also helps meet new people and spread our name around. And um, there was a, a guy who had like a, a red hood mask, and he had these LED lenses, um, the red ones, and he didn't have um, what was it? He just didn't install them in time. So he installed them at our booth. And he, he gave us a tip, and I'm going to say it to you guys too and whoever's watching. Um, he put, with the red ones specifically, he took a blue lighting gel for like um, for photography, for, um, mm -hmm. uh, backlighting, and he puts them over the lenses inside the helmet, and it negates the brightness, and it looks like you, it feels like you're looking through sunglasses. Oh. Hmm. Interesting, and you can't see that because it's on the inside. So from the outside, exactly. you can't tell there's something and, and there. And from the outside, you just see the LED. Really? 
So that could be a Nets upgrade or a I have some of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try. Yeah, nice. I have some of that. I'm going to try that. In, actually, I'm going to be wearing my my Red Hood helmet in a couple of weeks. I don't know how much I'll be wearing it, but uh, I'm going to try to putting some of that in behind my lenses to see if it makes Hell yeah. Sense. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. when I'm wearing it, like at the con, I mean, I'm blind, right? So, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, guys, this week... We asked people on Instagram if they had questions for Joshua. And uh, we actually got a ton of questions. Joshua has a lot of love from a lot of people because questions were coming in fast and furious. Um, Jen has queued up one now. Maybe we can go through a couple questions. And Joshua, you can answer them. What's been your favorite project you produced? Or slash hardest, hardest project? To me, it would be, or is it your hardest project? Because your hardest project hardest project is not necessarily your favorite but so my favorite project in general from from over the years uh is merciless that was my favorite one because mm -hmm. that one i actually took time my time with that one because that's what the year we were coming back from covid in 2021 and i it took that one took me five and a half months because i took my time and i had the time to do it so and it came out great I, it still holds up to this day it's two years old now and um yes yeah that one that was from two years ago and um the hardest one was atrocitus because i built that one within a month and a half i learned new techniques in a shorter period of time that i used that someone couldn't really usually learn something new in that time frame and um, like i learned how to do different texture work i learned how to how to do different me uh, methods to make a joint seamless or blend together well with um, a different um, range of motion for armor. I, and also I learned how to work with silicone for the very first time to make the hands. Oh, the hands are actual silicone. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so with those, I, because usually with my builds, they're mainly armor. So you usually do armor gauntlets and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. This is, this is an organic based character. So he doesn't gonna, he's not going to wear armor. He's going to have his hands exposed, especially in the video game. So I actually, actually, I had this, the original sculpt back here of, uh, the, I think it's the, uh, the left hand, the right hand. And so this is the original sculpt for the right hand um, for the atro for Atrocitus. Wow. It's, yeah. So wow. I, I, 3D, I 3D printed the armature. Um, and then I took air dry clay from Hobby Lobby and then I just sculpted everything in and then I just started doing the mold work and then cast it out of the dragon skin silicone. Man alive. So, so Damn. yeah, so I learned new techniques and also I learned what to do and what not to do so I can do a better job next time. But that was rushed in a sense. So. But yeah, overall, with that question, Atrocitus was the hardest, but my favorite was Merciless. Yeah, I, I, if I can jive in here, your Atrocitus is my favorite cosplay of yours. It's unbelievable to me. Like I, when you started showing pictures of that, uh, that just blew my mind instantly. Um, uh, there's another cosplay that I want to talk about. I know sure. you're going to want to talk about it as well, but we've got another question here. Uh, how do you
to keep from overheating in the big builds. I mean, you talked about some fans in your helmets, but there's got to be other things because that's a lot of foam you're wearing. <laughs> so a lot of so a lot of people actually asked me that at cons. Um, they're like, "Are you hot in there? Like, are you okay?" Um, so when I uh, so I wear an ice cooling vest underneath my suits. Mm. So it, it's um, actually on my on my Instagram account. Um, there's actually, uh, you know, like those highlight bubbles you have on the Instagram, just showing past, um, stories, mm -hmm. um, that make them public. So I have one called product recommend, and that one is all as, is, uh, products that I recommend that I personally use and I recommend other people to try. And so I have, um, the, the ice vest on there and also in my suits, the shoes, they're just Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy Ian would love that. It's, 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 you wear Crocs in your in your outfits. That's amazing. They're just Crocs. They're off-branded Crocs. They have a bunch of holes in them for ben, for better ventilation, um, and they they and they're comfortable. So I don't. And also they're slip-on, so I don't have to worry about lacing and any or anything. Just just easy. Put my foot in, and we're done. But for cooling wise, yeah, I usually put um, fans in my helmets. But under the suit in general, I wear ice vest, an ice vest underneath. Um, can we change the subject for a little bit? I, I want to yeah, come yeah, back yeah. to the cosplay stuff, but yeah, sure. For those that weren't with us in the pre-show earlier, uh, you probably don't know that. Although Joshua grew up with Star Wars, hasn't watched a single episode of The Mandalorian until today. <laughs> And he decided to True. jump in just because we were going to talk about it. Uh, uh, he watched episode one of season three of The Mandalorian. Now, Joshua, without yes. spoiling anything for the people that may have not watched the episode because it just came out yesterday, what did you think of, what was your first impression of The Mandalorian? Because, again, you've never seen it before. So, Yeah, so I enjoyed it actually like i did enjoy like how the episode went through and what the what the progression was and especially also seeing the different armors of the mandalorians and stuff like that i it, it was nice to see and also gave me inspiration on well also to a binge watch the rest um of season one and two and also possibly eventually i don't know when but possibly make my own set of Mandalorian armor. Now, just like an original thought you're having, or are you going to try to model it after any specific armor? Um, I'm, I saw um, the um, the heavy infantry armor. <clears throat> yep. As so, Vizsla. As Vizsla with the Gatling gun. Yeah. And when I saw when I saw that one, the, his action and everything, I was like, okay, I'm probably going to do that one when I when I get to that time. So the cool part about that is that's John Favreau in that armor as well, who's the guy oh, who really? created this show and has kind of shepherded this new... Is it still him, though? It is still him. Yeah. Oh, and wow. He voiced uh, that character's descendant on The Clone Wars. Oh, he wow. Did. He did, yeah. Yeah, so that's all Favreau. That's why he's also like a bigger guy that you see him on the screen, because Favreau yeah. himself is a bigger dude, right? Yeah, so, he's a big guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah big heavy that. armor. Yeah, you he's pick, amazing. You picked a good one, my friend. You picked a good mm-hmm. one. That's uh, and I and yeah. I like his armor look too. Like he's got a very uniquely shaped helmet. And yeah, uh, I like the shape of the helmet. I like yeah, the card yeah. scheme, especially because there is battle damage as well. Yeah, and and um and also the with the weapon he uses. That Gatling gun is dope. Oh my yeah, god, dude. especially with this. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. um and also it fits more towards my size as well. So yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and and I've seen a bunch of people have been doing it, and especially doing three D printing mainly on that one. So I may give it a shot on doing a full three D printed suit. Yeah, we'll we've see. got a friend of the podcast that's going to be joining us. I think next is it next week that Reed's going to be here. Mm-hmm. So Reed's Props Plus, most of his stuff is three D printed, and he's got a Mando that's. I mean, it's one of the best Mandalorians I've ever seen. Like it looks like you. He looks like he's got a like great Mando, and he has a yeah. great Boba. He has a great, yeah, dad bod Boba Fett, right? He's got the mm-hmm. the current iteration of Boba with the black and everything else. But uh, yeah, it looks yeah and amazing. I think he exclusively, I think almost everything on that is all 3D printed. I don't think he's got any foam work on his Mandalorian. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do it. Do it. We're encouraging this. Do it. Do <laughs> yeah, 100%. Do it. I yeah. mean, especially past Vizsla, because you're not going to see yeah. any other. Pa- I've never seen another one of those. Like I see a million Mandalorians and Boba Fett's, but. I haven't seen any past Vizslas. Well, I feel yeah. like yeah. usually if you're going to see cosplayers, you're usually going to see, uh, like you said, Boba or Mando. Yep. Those are the two main ones you're going to see, or you're going to see a lot of custom Mandos. Right. right? People that just make their own Mandos. Right. That yeah, their own armor. Together. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the Mercs, right? Uh, yeah. They, they, they are all their own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But otherwise, you see some Bo-Katan now, and you see some Sabine Wrens. Yep. Uh, But... You don't see a lot of of uh, actual canon characters. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I want to do. Yeah, like with what comes to cosplay for me because I don't I don't like doing the the, the typical generic ones that everyone picks up on, like the mm-hmm. Mark Five, the 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 like the Man Mando or Bo- Boba Fett. Like I like to do more of the side characters or the characters that haven't been getting that much love. So like that's why I've done Merciless. He doesn't know only I've only seen three other people do that. Um Atrocitus, I've never seen really anyone do a Injustice 2 variant of him. So I wanted to give it its justice. So when I saw heavy infantry, I'm like, and also I do Google research and I typed it in if heavy infantry cosplay and didn't even see one. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, so it'll be cool to um, actually do it and and show it within the community. Yeah, I mean the costumes in that show. Oh yeah, outstanding. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. There's so much. There's so yeah. much. I mean, and we're gonna see a lot this year again with season three coming out. Now you're gonna see a lot of cosplays coming out of of the Mandalorian. A hundred percent. Um. I don't want to spoil too much my thoughts or, or, or a lot of the episode because people may have not watched it. If you want to hear our spoiler thoughts of the episode, make sure you go check out our after the after show is what it's actually called. It's out now. Right here on YouTube. Go check it out. Yep. yep. It gets uh I don't want to say heated, but it gets uh we get pretty excited. <laughs> we, we get pretty we excited. Do. Yeah, I yeah. mean, when we start talking about these shows, we're we're we get a little excitable. Yeah, that's for sure. But I mean, thankfully, both Mando and Picard, the ones the ones that we cover on the after show, are, are shows that we largely agree on. 
on the, the the quality of it's not like we were talking like discovery versus ds9 or anything uh, like that i would be able to do an after show that's spicy yeah the final season do the final season comes out in 2024 show. we'll do an after show for discovery that's gonna yeah. be yeah that's heated. gonna be the spicy yeah that'll be heated i see content <laughs> um are you in a trek at all uh, I'm not really a Trekkie, to be honest with okay. you. So we're losing connection here, Joshua. We're going to, I don't know what's going on. Boot him. No, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I was wondering, uh, and I don't know if producer Jen can bring back some of the merciless pictures here. Cause we only, I think we only saw one. Um, I don't so know the character very what is, well. What is, yeah, what is Merciless from? I don't know what that character so is. So Merciless is from uh, the the Dark Knight Metal, the Dark... What was it uh, called? Uh, so, yeah, I'll do a quick breakdown of the character and in, in the backstory. So Merciless is from a comic book series uh, called DC's Dark Knight's Death Metal. Death Metal, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. yeah, written by... Um, uh, uh, what the hell is his name? <laughs> uh, man, I forgot his name, to be honest with you. It's Greg Capullo... And something Snyder. It's not Zack Snyder. It's Scott. something. It's a, it's a Scott different Snyder. Type of, Scott Snyder. Yeah, there you yes, go. Yep. Um, yeah. So we actually met them two years ago at New York Comic Con. We actually took pictures with them, had an interview. So that was cool. Very but cool. both merciless. Yeah, they were. They worked on the bat on the main bat title, the main Batman title for for years, and we're just oh, yeah. rushing it. So uh, the artwork and everything is sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have the Batman who laughs right there, and then yeah. a couple of friends doing red hoods. Um, but yeah, so with um, Merciless, basically uh, Merciless is from the from the dark multiverse underneath the, the regular multiverse from Earth negative twelve, right? And and so with that storyline is that Batman and Wonder Woman were fighting against Ares the God of War. Um, he was um, pretty much going to conquer the world and also Mount Olympus, and he created a helmet to that once he puts on it'll increase his power by tenfold so he'll get a big power boost and so um wonder woman went uh first to go fight him and aries um took her down and quote unquote killed her and so batman being batman gets pissed off and then takes down aries and he uh, puts on the helmet thinking he could stop war, he can alter a bunch of stuff. And but whoever wears the helmet, they're also their mind gets corrupted. But Batman thought he was power, he was strong enough to go past that. Um, so when he puts it on, that's when the armor comes out and he becomes the merciless. Uh, and okay. yeah, and and also plot twist is that um, uh, Ares never killed Wonder Woman. Bruce killed Wonder Woman because she tried to take off the helmet. Yeah, interesting. And why the Wonder Woman logo on the chest? Because I don't believe he has that in the comics. He has the bat symbol in the comic, doesn't he? Oh uh, no, he the, he has the bat symbol with the Wonder Woman logo inside. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, my the one I did was also based off the Tom McFarlane action figure. Oh, um, I see. Yeah, yeah. I actually have it in the back over there. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I believe the reason why he has the Wonder Woman logo is since. Ares is from the Wonder Woman universe of DC, and I, I'm not really sure because I think it's just a mixture of Ares and Batman, and Ares was within the Wonder Woman universe, so that's why he got the Wonder Woman logo. 
So. Now, is is that helmet three D printed, Josh, or is that is that foam? Um, that is three uh, D printed, but it has foam details on it. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, because like, the can original... we talk about that for a minute here? Because yeah. that's pretty dope. I mean, yeah. oh, that the... helmet is everything. Like that helmet's crazy. Yeah, like, the, like... everything else on it is dope, but that helmet is like. Yeah, the bat wing antlers are just. Yeah, crazy job. Yeah, what, what are, is that all? Is that all? part of the 3d model as well or is that did you make that after the fact and add that onto the helmet no that's all within the model that was all wow. um, yeah that's all modeled then um one uh i commissioned a modeler um that i've been using for years and he doesn't unfortunately doesn't do it anymore but at the time i commissioned him saying hey can you can you model this for me i took pictures from the action figure and I sent it to him and I'm like, how much? He's like, this much. I'm like, okay. Sent it the money to him. And then literally within the next day, he sends me the file. Wow. Holy so, crap, really? So, yeah, he worked really fast with it. He worked and, mercilessly on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and um, and then he also, and also the sword is also 3D printed as well. Nice. Um, he also modeled it as well for me in like I said, it took him like two days to do that one too. Nice. Um, uh, the, and um, before Katsukon, actually, I actually worked on my 2.0 version of the helmet, and I don't think I put it on the on the the file, the, the folder for the stream, unfortunately. But I do have it on my phone right here, and this is the 2.0 version of the helmet. So there's a lot more detail in it. Crazy. Yeah, it's it's fully three D printed. There's no foam details or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all 3D and okay. Yeah, it's all three D printed. That looks yeah. like it's pretty much done at that at this point. Like it's yeah, fully yeah, painted and everything. Oh yeah, it's fully painted. I did all the airbrushing. Um, that was like two weeks ago, and then I put all the electronics in the next day after I did all the airbrushing. So the LED eyes and the fans, and that one, um, I hired a different modeler since the model that did the original file doesn't do it anymore. I had to find another another modeler to uh, add on more stuff for me, and he did a good job. And and I'll say I, shit. yeah, and this in this version of the helmet, I um because the first version that you've seen in the pictures, that 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 the the ears were actually permanently on the, the helmet, so that's all right. one piece. Right. This version, I want to be more um compacted for traveling, so yep. I made uh, yeah, it, so you could take the ears off. Yeah. I made them detachable with um, off-red rod and some washers and bolts and uh, nuts. So that one, the original one, it's all of a piece? It's all one piece, yes. So hold on. So if that Savitar helmet took nine days to print, how fucking long did that take to print? Three uh, okay. months? What are you talking about? That's no, crazy. No, no, no. Okay, so that one, the so the merciless one is all three pieces. The okay. helmet and then the okay. two ears. And I then with you. that one, I plastic welded together and then uh, I did okay. all the cleanup work. No, but yeah, but, but with this new one, I wanted to be better for travel. So yeah. no, that makes sense. You yeah. want to make yeah. So when you're printing it, it's printed in multi pieces, but then it's all glued yes. together. Yeah. This new version, the antlers or, or ears or whatever you want to call them, are going to actually be removable. So when you pack your helmet, you pack your helmet and not break not break them basically. Yeah, and I, and I won't have the risk of possibly when I'm when I'm when I'm walking with the car because I actually have a metal uh, an actual um, cart that I put all my stuff in like a wagon so I can actually push everything 
And also, and so this version, I don't have to worry about like God forbid if it falls off the boxes, it lands on the floor, then I'm screwed, and so I don't have to worry about that, which is which is a nice feeling. Got Jordan in the chat. What's up, Jordan? It says uh, the helmet's a work of art. It really is. Thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm... friggin' gorgeous. Thank you. Uh, I, uh, Mom proud. says she loves this character. Yeah, it's her favorite character. <laughs> yeah, that uh, and my shredder. Yeah. I missed a lot of comments while we were uh, chatting here. I'm just seeing all of these now. Uh, Freakish is saying, Heavy Mendo. Yeah, I mean, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I want to see that. Uh, what are your plans as far as next builds? Are there any other big builds other than Savitar that you're working on right now, or is that your main thing? I mean, I know you do a lot of client work. I'm not sure if you can talk about that. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I could I could talk about it. Like, like there, there was commission work that I already finished and yeah. um and like like my, my last three commissions i did um it was actually for the same guy oh, um cool. he commissioned me three pieces uh three props at the same time and i shipped it out to him at the same time um so i basically worked on three props at the at once and then shipped it to him it was all from the anime called one piece and um it's a sword um a, a club of spikes and then Blackbeard's hand of darkness. So it was all three different props in one go. And I never really do anime based stuff. So it was something new in my, in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and then this one is also anime related. It's, it's from Dragon Ball, um, go, um, Goku Black's, um, sickle. It's, um, like a Grim Reaper scythe, but it's made from energy that looks purplish pink. Hmm. So, I mean, I know the should... properties you're naming, but I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm not in... familiar either. Are these yeah. just raw prints, Josh, or are these like a finished prop that they're getting in their hands? Like everything, uh, uh, oh no, it's a finished prop, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we yeah, might, like, we might, do you ship to Canada because we might be having some conversations, you and I? We could talk, we, we could talk about it, <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. We are going to talk about it. We're following each other now, we're going to talk about yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. We like to say on JS, uh, I, I. I have more money than time. Uh, I, I don't have the time to dedicate to making stuff anymore. JS always gives me grief for this because he's a builder and I'm not. I'm a buyer. So mm-hmm. it sounds like you've got the time and Lord fucking knows you have the talent. So, yeah, I may have to <laughs> may have to hit you up for a couple pieces if uh, if you're going to if you're when your commissions are open anyway, obviously. If, oh, um, yeah. Just okay. feel free to message me and we can definitely talk. Sweet. talk we'll shop. definitely do so. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, there's another question from uh, Instagram here. Um, sure. Producer Jen can bring it up. There we go. How do you make such amazing things? What? Who is your inspiration? What raw is- fucking talent. You just tell them <laughs> raw fucking talent. Yeah, raw right. fucking talent. Right, yeah. right baby. Uh, <laughs> um. So how do I? It honestly, it 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 does take a lot of inspiration to do. Like I do like I do love building things, but also it's people that inspire me. Like my mother that you just went and saw a few minutes ago um yeah she's one of my inspirations and then my friends inspire me and and also other artists do within instagram and out there in the field um and as i'm building i see i watch like um adam savage is tested as i'm building just see what he builds next or does the uh or does um interviews or whatever and ironically i actually done an interview of adam savage um back in 2021 nice. and and that was really cool experience and um 
but yeah, like I, it's, I just, and yep, there you go. Um, I really enjoy doing what I do and it just gives me satisfaction, but people definitely do inspire me as I go. It's not the only time you've met Adam Savage. Um, uh, oh, so that was the second time that I actually did like a one-on-one -on -one with him practically. But before that, I went to C2E2 back in 2021. I'm not 2021, 2020 before COVID hit. And I took a picture with him in my Gears of War armor. Nice. Ah, yes. Nice, yeah, nice. that was, yeah, that was the very first time I met him. But that one, that one was, that time was for free. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of us, man. That, that's 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 the best thing about Adam is is he he is such into the nerd stuff and the geek stuff. I've never had the opportunity to meet him, but everybody that I know that's met him is like, yeah, he's he's one of us. Like, there's no he, question. He is uh -huh. a real 100%. awesome guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, he's a real awesome guy. Yeah. Down to down to earth. You can have a good a deep conversation with him, and like, I would love to go to the convention that he developed in um, California. Yeah. Um... What's it called again? Silicon. Silicon. Yes. Yeah, I would yeah. love to be able to go to that. That would be amazing. I mean, that's like, yeah. Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. And, and you know, I love how he does his uh, incognitos where yeah. he'll prep a oh. cosplay or build a cosplay for a con and then we'll actually hit the con floor in this big cosplay without anybody knowing that it's him uh mm -hmm. that's that's wicked i mean everybody ends up finding out hey are you adam savage yeah 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 don't tell anybody <laughs> like yeah like oh my god like i always try to like every time I, almost every time that he tried to do them like i always try to search for him but it kind of looks like i'm being stalkerish in a way but i'm like where i go up to random people are you adam savage no I'm like oh okay sorry I enjoy your con. Are you? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping uh, to meet him in uh, Fan Expo Limited. He was there uh, mm -hmm. uh, in Toronto. He had a panel and the whole deal. And that, yeah, uh, yeah I, we weren't able to find him. We weren't able to bump into him. So that's the only time I've been in a con that he was at. So, oh, well. Yeah. Uh, Jen has another question here. Uh, let's see. What build seems out of reach or not doable? I mean, there's got to be that big dream build that in your mind is like, yeah, you know what? That's too intimidating. That's too much. Or... Have you uh... seen the shit this brother's been wearing? <laughs> what the hell is out of this dude's reach? There's no way. Sorry, Josh. There's, no, uh... it's all good. I appreciate, I, pre I appreciate it. I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, like... Honestly, like I, I do have a lot of builds in mind. I don't necessarily have much of like a dream build, like in that sense. Like I, like I like to do builds as I go that inspire me, and then I know I could pull off. But that one big dream, that one big build, like I've done a Jaeger before, so as I've done big a big mech before. So I, I honestly, I can't. I don't really know to be honest with you. Like I do have two builds in mind that are that are platform related that boost my height up about a foot taller. Nice. Um, yeah. How tall are you now already? I'm six three. Oh wow! So you're like seven and a half foot tall. Wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
And then, when, especially with the the helmet on, depending on how big it is and how tall it is, it could boost my it could boost the costume in general up to like eight feet. Damn. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. Can we talk about your shredder for a minute? Sure, absolutely. Um. And, and Jen. And, oh well, there you go. She was already bringing it up. It looks like. Um. <laughs> I'm a big Shredder fan. I was never even a big Turtle fan, but I'm a big Shredder fan, and it feels like everybody that's getting to the cosplay does a Shredder at one point, and I haven't done one yet. Um, when did you do this one? This is an older costume, isn't it? Yeah, this was the second version of Shredder I've done in, in my whole cosplay career. This was from 2019. Um, so for Shredder, for me... Um, I built my very first armor cosplay in general was Shredder, and that was back in 2017. And it wasn't this one, it was an older version. This version I did in 2019 for a con in Brooklyn, um, Brooklyn's first Comic Con. And we were invited for it. There were, and, and I asked my, I was talking to one of my buddies, he was like, We should go in our first builds that we've done. And I'm like, I can't fit in mine anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I can't fit in my old Shredder cosplay. I'm like, you know what? Give me a few days. I haven't talked to him. I didn't talk to him for like four, like four days after that. And I go to, I go to his house and he's like, what's that? I'm like, it's Shredder. He's like, you built Shredder? I'm like, yeah. In like four I, days. Yeah. That one took me four days before the con. Ridic. Rid- I mean. Goddamn ridiculous. Four days, you know? <laughs> Four days. Josh, you said you use an airbrush for paint, yeah? Um. Uh, oh, so for my base, for my base color paint, I use um Rust-Oleum spray paint. Okay. But for my shadowing and highlights and stuff like that, I use my airbrush. The detail work, all the brilliant. Oh yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because uh, spray paint is just a lot faster. When it oh, comes for to sure that. it is. Yeah. Sure yeah. Is. I'm just. Yeah, it's but, just so funny. Like it would take me four days to paint that, and you built it all and had it painted in four days mm-hmm. yeah like a lot of people are like how did you get the, the different tones of red i'm like it's the same red i just dusted black spray paint on it to give it the double tone or to give it the dirt look yeah bananas <laughs> four days four days uh, that's uh, that's what i'm saying like why do i why, why do i try i'm not you wonder why i don't build shit anymore this is why i don't build shit anymore because <laughs> yeah. i can't i couldn't do that in four months this brother's knocking this off in four days what uh, the hell man yeah well not i can't that wait it's a competition see... but holy shit i feel emasculated <laughs> right now four days what's going yeah, on if, if you did that in four days i can't wait to see what your avatar is gonna your avatar your avatar is gonna look like when yeah. your element alone took nine days just to print yeah, uh, but, like Savitar is like I've been like on my Instagram stories. I've been sharing like um like TikTok videos of, of like Savitar clips from the show, just so people can just also don't forget that I'm building him because I did hold off for a bit for commissions, but I'm starting to get back into him. So mm-hmm. I, I I'm as I'm building him, I post the progress pictures on my stories. So if you guys are interested and will want to see more progress of my builds, follow me on Instagram and you'll definitely see the progress on my stories. Victoria's saying, I tip my hat to you, sir. Much appreciated. Uh, we've got yeah, Kid please. on. 
Steve's also really very excited about the height additions. Our, our friend Stephen Jones is a Groot in London, and he also has some hand-built stilts that he that he clumps around in. So he's very excited for anybody that's increasing their height in any of their cosplays. Yeah, my my platforms, um, they're also homemade platforms. They're made out of wood and Yeah, his too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. mine boosts me up about a foot higher than I am um because it, it just feels more sturdier and has a wider base compared to like the painter stilts yeah because, because painter stilts like you could easily break an ankle with those if you're yeah sure. yeah yeah you need yeah. to know what you're doing to wear those i've, I've judged some competitions and i've seen people coming in with drywall stilts or painter stilts and they just, it's everything just looks so fucking precarious like they could just tip oh, over at any moment so yeah like, yeah yeah like you can't roll your ankle you can't like you have to like do the heel toe method and everything oh not the heel toe method the the high knee method on walking and it's yeah. a it's a lot of practice but yeah. power yeah. to them who are using those oh no yeah there's no shame i just it, it always looks a lot more precarious than like with yeah, you, yeah. With my buddy steven there um with the stilts that you guys make you can tell you guys are just literally just yeah, you can you can hear him in his group coming from like a mile away. You can hear him <laughs> clomping his way down, and it's it's fantastic. And it really adds overall to the character too, as far as the, the role playing aspect of it goes. It really oh, yeah. lends itself to that, as opposed to looking like a newborn gazelle on your on your drywall <laughs> stilts, where you're just trying to like a baby fawn learning to walk. Right? You don't want to do that. You want to be large and intimidating, and that's that's why you're increasing your height in the first place, right? So yeah, yeah. Steve's saying he's. He's six three and in Groot he's eight one and yeah he uses large base stilts so he builds his own stilts as well so yeah I applaud you guys for taking that on and not taking the easy route by using the the painter stilts or the drywall stilts for sure yeah yeah hey ah, yes. That's a good I know that guy you know. hey <laughs> we actually have something in common yours is just way better than mine I oh, also do, do I also yeah, I do it well when Deadpool two came out and josh brolin was up on the screen i got like over a hundred messages from my followers saying like you're gonna do this right like you look just like him you have to do this so yeah i do the low rent deadpool 2 version of him i don't do any there's no arm i've got a, i've got a foam arm on it but there's no armor pieces or anything like that but holy shit man that's dope is that like an original concept for you like did you just take pieces or is that from a specific comic um uh, it's so like uh, the action figure from like the 90s isn't it um so with this one this is actually the first cosplay that i didn't build i bought nice um, there there's a guy in texas his name i think is um titan fx cause something like that um i'll i'll send it to, i'll send it to one to uh, the geeks and co um, instagram nice. when i find yeah, it yep. um yeah he's a great uh he's a great artist i i fell in love with his, his um his cable when i first saw it and one year he was like, Hey, I'm selling some of my cosplays to make room for my shop. And then one of them was his cable. And I'm like, how much? <laughs> yeah, so for I, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm like, how much? And he was selling what well, he, like he included the armor, not the arm, that arm I built myself. Um, yeah, nice. But the arm, the armor itself um, for the chest, the legs, even the pants um, and the shirt undershirt underneath he in the gun in the props he included all that within the price and it was a cheap price too Good for you. it was yeah it was really worth it and i was hell yeah and um he, and uh yeah he i got in the mail and then i just had to really build the arm and get the tactical boots and it was gone it was done 
did he say where his inspiration for that was like was it his sort of own take on it or was it based it on was, a specific iteration it was his own take on it yeah because it looks like it because i've seen because i do cable as well i've seen it a ton, like i follow like hashtag cable costs so i've seen a ton of them but i haven't seen that exact layout before so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no his is an, an original and it, it looked great especially when he was wearing it and uh, i'm like I'll oh dude it, it looks dope on you man that's that's awesome yeah no thanks and um yeah, that and then the and the um and the, the speeder bike the speeder bike my friend uh angel um he built that himself that was a mode that's an electric motorized bike and he modified it and so it actually rides that's I could awesome. See the, I could see the mirror on the bottom that's obviously hiding the, the wheel. Oh, my, oh right. my God. And some yeah. pictures that he takes, especially because he also cosplays Mando. And right. it's a really good Mando. Yeah. And so he actually goes around on the streets and rides it with his Mando. Hell yeah, he does. On. And um, yeah, he with some angles when he was, um, yeah, when he was taking pictures of it, like you can't like. You can't even tell there's mirrors there. It, it looks that. Good. It looks like, legit. Yeah. Yeah, and then I I tell him I'm like, you know, I'm getting like a, a like a cosgasm every time I see that picture. <laughs> like he always, yeah, he's a great artist. Yeah, that's no, that's wild. pretty wicked. Um, another one that I really, 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 really love, and, and I I want you to explain this to me because sure. I feel like you said something earlier and it clued me in a little bit. And Jen, if you want to bring that picture up is your cyberpunk now do i understand correctly the mask is is a bot mask and then you added the cyberpunk pieces to it no that mask came like that it did it really yeah so oh wow that, that's amazing that mask i got from a company called immortal mask in san in san dimas california they do hollywood grade so silicone masks and they are not cheap but they're very good quality and i've been following this specific um this specific design for since it was actually when they were sculpting it and once i saw it, it was they finished it i'm like i'm gonna get myself a copy so i actually have it behind me if you want to take a closer look yeah look at that that's a, that's crazy and i love how you can really see the expression in your face through the mask because like I mean, part yeah. of it is your face, right? Like the eye is your eye and the mouth, yeah. the bottom part of the mouth is your mouth, right? Yeah. So basically the way that silicone mask works, because some people, because even in atrocities, I'm wearing a silicone mask. Mm -hmm. um, so basically a silicone mask works like a sock on your foot. So you stretch it out, you put, you put your head in and then you let go and it snaps to your face. And so your facial mechanics actually operate the mouth. Your mouth can open. Um, you can actually do some eyebrow movement, um, especially if there's already built-in eyebrow movement in the sculpt. Um, you can see parts raise. You can you can you can do a bunch of stuff with silicone masks, but they they also replicate the feeling of skin. So that's dope. Because I've seen people putting specifically, like putting like prosate or something underneath where they want to, the mask to have the most movement so that yeah. as those pieces are sticking to you, like you said, like your cheekbones, your mouth, and in particular your eyebrows, where as you're moving, the mask is really moving with you. Now, I imagine getting the prosate and the silicone off at that point is probably a giant pain in the ass. But Yeah, yeah. I don't use prosate. I just yeah, slip yeah. it on, and then it just works. Because with silicone, because – 
it's not breathable. You're going to sweat no matter what. In that no, hundred percent. Um, yeah. So when you sweat, the sweat actually actually gets the the the, the mask tighter to your face. Right. And it, and then your facial mechanics operate a lot better. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, Joshua, I mean, well, first of all, we've been on for over an hour now, so we're going to have to start winding this down. But yes. it sounded earlier like you were saying that your commissions are now opened up, basically, and you're open to taking some commission work. Is that is that what I understood earlier? Yes, I do take on commissions, and I'm currently open for commission work. So well, if we people want to get, yeah, if people want to get in touch with you start pitching you ideas of stuff that they might want and start talking designs and stuff like that. How do they get a hold of you and, 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 you know, what, what would you need from them? Like let the people know what they need to do here. Yeah. So you can just um, go on Instagram and type in CJ prop studio on there. Um, you just send me a DM and ask it to say like, Hey, um, I would love to get something um, commissioned by made by you, and then we'll talk more into into it and about what it is, what's what's your deadline, um, uh, and um, and also like what's your budget because I like to work around people's budgets to make it more fair. Yeah, that's always important, right? I and and I know we've talked about this before in in cosplay making shows, but people usually don't understand the cost of your time yeah right? they want like, you to build something but it's only foam yeah but it took me like six months to build like yeah you know, you, of course it's going to cost you x right so yeah of uh, course. having a budget up front is important for sure yeah exactly so like to, to plan towards uh the future of it and like like um yeah, like always have a budget and also always know the deadline. So at least you can you can manage the time on building it. Mm-hmm. So always always feel free to send me a DM and we'll talk more about your commission that you would like to do. Is uh, Instagram your main social uh, yeah. media, the main place people can contact you? Instagram is where it's at. Uh, yeah, Instagram is my may is my made hub um, hub for um, the um, commissioning. I also have a makers page on a site called Cosmosi.com, which is a online cosplay marketplace for custom commissions. So, you, if you ever stumble upon that page and you see my name on there, feel free to message me over there. I'll get a ping on my email, or you can always find me on Instagram, and we can always talk shop about what you would like to get done. Sweet. Excellent. Any uh, cons coming up that you're going to be at? Uh, where can people see you? Um, uh, currently, uh, there's not many cons right now in Jersey. Um, well, my next con I'm probably going to go to is Garn State Comic Fest in Morristown, New Jersey in June. Oh, what did you call it? Garden, Garden State Comic Fest. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, in Morristown, New Jersey, um, I'll be a I'll, I think I'll be a, a guest there, but I'll, I have to uh, talk to him about that. But most likely, be a cosplay guest there. And um, later in the year, I'm gonna be at New York Comic Con um, all four days, and uh, you can see me in Cosplay Central with my crew, the Paladins of Cosplay, and we will help you repair your cosplays. I I, I was gonna bring that up, but I wanted to talk about that and. It's always <laughs> happened here. We get talking and then we rant off and then we never yeah, get uh, right. everything. And, you know, 
Uh, Jeff, what about you? I mean, whew, I mean, Comic Con is coming so fast. You <laughs> know. Know. We, yeah. yeah, so we have uh, March Toronto Comic Con coming up the weekend after that. I have an event here on the 25th, March 25th, here in London at Cherry Hill Village Mall. We're going to be out there from 12 until 3. I'm going to be out there as Captain America. So come on out and see us there if you're in the London area. Uh, CK Expo at the end of April, April 29th for CK Expo. I'm going to be hosting the cosplay contest for that one. So I'll be the MC for that. Uh, and then that's going to lead us right into Niagara Falls Comic Con. May the 4th. In Ju Oh, sorry. May the 4th. Yeah, sorry. Yes, May the 4th. Yes, May the 4th at London, mm -hmm. uh, London, London Brewing, Brewing Co-op. Co yeah. Geeks and Co. will be there in force. I've already started to put some words out. Uh, there may, in fact, even be a custom beer and custom label with the Geeks and Co. label on it. You're we're, spilling beans. You're spilling beans. I'm not just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> May the 4th. Yes. Thank you, JS. And then, of course, on May the 6th, we'll also be going out for a free comic book day. So, yeah, lots and lots and lots of stuff coming up as far as that goes here in the southwestern Ontario area. Are we doing area. shop stock on the Sunday as well? Probably. I mean, if, if you guys are still going to be here, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have that's to, a long uh, time for you guys to be away from home Thursday to Sunday. But we'll we'll, well exactly. We'll have to figure yeah. that out. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's a lot of stuff coming up for us yeah. in the next couple of weeks. Content-wise, there's a bunch of content coming out, guys. Um, yep. Like we were saying at the top of the show, there's the after show. Uh, we've twice. got twice weekly, twice guys. a week now. We've got the Picard after show, and we've got the Mando after show. Uh, the Picard after show has been coming out now for the last couple weeks. Yep. Episode three was out today, so the after show should be out tomorrow. Uh, and then the Mando after show for yesterday's episode came out this evening. So once you're done watching this, if you still got some free time and you still want to see these old geezers yapping about nerdy stuff, go check out the after show. It's a good time. Hell yeah. Uh, Joshua, dude, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't yeah, never yeah, actually physically met, but, it, you know, nice to actually <coughs> chat with you again. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was it was an honor for to having me. It was a great experience, and I love chatting with you guys, talking to shop and all geek, everything geek. So uh, we'll, we'll have to have you back, Josh. We'll get sounds we'll get like we'll talk again. Yeah, we'll definitely have to have you back. On. <laughs> absolutely. Like we'll be talking some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially oh, as your con season gets closer, like when you start getting closer, I would love to start picking your brain, your version of con crunch, and what's that looks like. There's so much more that we can talk about when we get there. So oh yeah. yeah you yeah, gotta have definitely. you back on for sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. awesome. Excellent. Well, guys, I once again, if you're not subscribed to the channel, what are you, what are you doing? doing? Like, you know, it costs you absolutely nothing. It really helps us out. Click the subscribe button. While you're at it, click the like button because it lets us know you like to watch the show. And if you click the, the notification bell, it'll always let you know when we're going live. I think that's gonna be it for this week, though. Yeah. Yeah. Make yeah. sure you stay geeky. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.